Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Feminine Confidence. So we're going to be talking all about confidence today, but not just any old confidence. (laughs) Talking about how to get in our feminine and how to live in alignment and according to our intuition, you know, all my favorite subjects. And we are, oh my gosh, my heart breaks a little bit at this moment in time, I got to tell you. We are getting ready to say goodbye to all of the sisters in the soul frequency experience. This uh, time is closing out, has closed out really. Um, And it's always, you know, just emotional. We all become so connected. We're in this warm and safe and loving environment. And uh, there's been so many incredible shifts and changes and expansion. It's truly moves me to my core each time I get to be with people in this way and really change the trajectory of their life and change what is possible in their future. It's, I don't know, there aren't really words for it, but I feel deeply grateful. And each of the beautiful souls that uh, went through the soul frequency experience were definitely called to the experience, definitely had amazing connections with each other and soul connections. And and I'm just so excited to see what they've started to create and how they've connected with their purpose and how they're moving forward in life. And, you know, when I look back at the groups we've had that had been, you know, a year ago and a year and a half ago and two years ago, and just who they are today and what they've created, it just warms my heart. And it just feels ultimately so deeply and profoundly fulfilling to be able to um, watch them grow, right? And watch them expand. And so I'm just a little emotional today and, and excited for them, just deeply excited for them. There's nothing I've ever seen before like TSFE. And what happens in the six weeks is like, unbelievable. It's like years and years and years of, of stuff, right. That we've carried around just disappearing and being able to feel free to create that next level in your life. So, uh, just take a moment, say a blessing for all of them and, um, on their journeys ahead of expansion and beauty and love and connection And um, I know every one of us in the group um, and every participant is deeply connected and will stay close to each other as we move forward. So today we're going to be talking, I have a wonderful woman on the show with me, we'll be talking about confidence and Amy will be joining me today. She's an intuitive mindset coach, spiritual teacher, and podcast host. She supports women to connect to their intuition and to embody their confidence so they can create a soul-led life and business. 
Throughout her eight years of being a business owner, Amy has discovered the keys to creating a soul-aligned business and lifestyle. She teaches women how to overcome their limiting beliefs and listen to the guidance of their soul to create financial abundance and fulfillment. Amy uses a blend of scientific and spiritual methodologies, including meditation, quantum physics, and neuroscience to support women in stepping into the next level of transformation. Amy also has a podcast called The Feminine Frequency, where she shares weekly wisdom of how to connect to your feminine energy and manifest abundance, love, and the life you truly desire. So with no further ado, welcome Amy to the show. Hey, Amy, welcome to the show. Hey, Shauna, thanks so much for having me. Cool, well, I'm excited to talk, and this is a big subject, I know, for all of our listeners, confidence, right? How do I how do I feel confident, like, stepping into this next chapter of my life, and how do I do that in a way that honors my own femininity, right, and being in my divine feminine? So mm. I'm happy we're having this conversation today, and before we dive into that, though, um, you have a beautiful story of stepping into your confidence, and uh, I'm wondering if you can kind of take us back. Yeah, I would be happy to walk you through that. And I know that, you know, confidence wasn't something that I always felt. In fact, before I went through my own awakening and started doing the work that I do now and the inner healing, I really was the opposite of confident. I felt a lot of self-doubt. I was really self-critical. I was like my own worst critic. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I didn't like my body. And there was a lot of inner negative self-talk that just really took up so much real estate and landscape in, in my mind. So that's really where my journey began is from a space of depression and anxiety is what I was experiencing. And then also in my physical body, I was experiencing a lot of pain and um, digestive issues and autoimmune condition and skin flare ups and just so many different imbalances that were being kind of bringing my attention or, or trying to get my attention to listen and to pay attention to what was happening inside of me. So throughout that process, I really would say I used to operate from that place of fear and insecurity most of the time. And what I realized was that was driving me to make certain decisions. So when we don't operate from a place of confidence, when we operate from a place of, of scarcity or lack or insecurity, we're often just constantly trying to seek approval or validation from other people or seek permission from other people. And my journey was one of, you know, getting into what I would say is the white picket fence lifestyle, which there's nothing wrong with that if you feel satisfied with it. And also for me, there was something deeper. There was something more that wanted to evolve through me. And I was in a, I was married by the age of 25. And throughout that experience of getting married and essentially doing what I thought I should do, get married, buy a house. Um, I had my own business at the time kind of reached that place and, and realized I was really unhappy still and went through this space of doubting myself. Like, why am I so unhappy? What's wrong with me? Why can't I just, you know, figure this whole thing out? And I thought I was doing all the right things, but my soul was speaking to me. And at the time I didn't know that. Um, and my body was speaking to me to be like, Hey, we're kind of off path here. So 
through that really found my self in a place of surrendering and being, you know, for the first time ever in my journey, looking up to, to the sky and just being like, please help me. Like, I don't know what to do. And, um, from that place really got the guidance to sit in meditation. And because I had so much anxiety, I felt like I didn't really have another choice but to meditate. And through my meditation practice, really started to listen to that inner inner critic that was happening, but also started to hear the truth of what was real for me. And what was true for me was that I wasn't happy in my marriage and I wasn't happy with the life I had created and that my soul was really looking for more expansion and freedom and deeper connection. And so that was really my journey was first learning how to trust my intuition, listen to what my body was trying to tell me, and then also learning how to trust myself and develop the confidence that no matter who supported me or, you know, what decisions I made that I trusted myself to follow the path that I'm being guided on. And so that's really the work that I do now is both combining intuition with confidence, because even if you know what your soul is telling you, or if you, you think you know what your soul is telling you to trust that and have the confidence and have enough self-love to follow that, that truth, that's, you know, a whole nother ball game. So that's really my journey where it's brought me to today, where I have a multiple six-figure spiritually aligned business and where I, I get to support women and their mindset and intuition. And I'm in a conscious partnership and my life is, you know, completely transformed from where I was before. So beautiful. So what what was the point like at which you we're feeling like something needed to change, or maybe you were becoming aware that your body was kind of talking to you. And how long did it take you to actually make some real choices that kind of put that all in motion? Mm -hmm. I would say my, my intuition was probably speaking to me for three years before I really was able to take action. And it was, it was very cyclical. So like there would be times where I would convince myself that I was fine, that nothing was wrong, that, you know, everything was, you know, fine. And then I would have times where I was just in like, where I'd go to a yoga class or I'd have space to really be with myself and all of this emotion would pour out and I would be like, I'm not fine. There's not, this is not okay. And I would go back and forth. And so it was definitely, um, bit by bit, slowly learning to trust myself and to really take action. So I would say it was probably like three years. It was definitely a journey. Yeah, it takes time for sure. And I'm just wondering, because, you know, so many people are standing on the edge of big spiritual awakenings and expansion at this time. And I think it helps to like get into the details of like, what are the moments, right? Because it's easy to be like, well, here's where I started, right? And here's mm -hmm. where I am today. But I'm so interested in like, what, how long does it take, right? From knowing for it's individual, obviously for everybody, but just how long does it take from the knowing to the actually speaking it? And then, and then what was your personal experience with wanting to actually move and finally telling people, like, I don't know, did you tell your husband that you wanted a divorce? Like, what was it that finally got you into starting this new life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you just shared was really important because I think I had the inner knowing, but I wasn't, wasn't honest with myself or I wasn't willing to 
claim that truth or claim that, that desire because I was really scared. So the, at that point, the fear was way, way like louder than my truth. And so even though there was a knowing, it wasn't like till I really claimed it, then I would start to maybe share it in therapy or I was sharing it with friends, but I wasn't being honest with like the people around me because I was so afraid of what they would think. So like my parents or, you know, my, my ex-husband, we, it, it was just like, so not, I was not ready to share that. So it was a very internal, a very painful process to be honest and, and going through my own discovery through therapy, through working with coaches, um, through working with a spiritual mentor, um, talking to friends about it. And a lot of the work was really internal um, and I didn't really fully know that I was going to take the leap and that I was actually going to get divorced. There was like this knowing that I was unhappy, but I didn't really believe that I was going to do it. Like there was still a part of me that was like, you can't actually do that. And so through that process of going back and forth and being in that, that internal process, you know, I think a lot of, of the inner work around, around cultivating my confidence and also learning how manifesting worked. I think when I, once I started to understand how to reprogram your subconscious mind and how to really create a vision for what I believe was possible for myself and then continue to connect to that vision over and over and over again until I really believed that it was possible for me to create a new life for myself. So there was a lot of inner inner shifts that happened before I actually shared like, Hey, I'm, I'm ready to make this decision. And once I had made the decision, it was pretty final. Um, I was, I was clear at that point. I wasn't, I, I had, you know, tried everything to fig, make sure that I was clear. And I was really clear at that point that that was my, my truth and my decision to do. So yeah, it, it was, it was a lot of different pieces. Yeah, for sure. It always is. And what happened like on the other side of making the choice and really kind of stepping into kind of your own frequency and like, what is my life going to be going forward? Like, how was that kind of period of time of just navigating and expanding? And I'm sure there are mixed emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was so interesting because it was the first time where I was really allowing myself to fully feel my emotions. So there was a lot of grieving for the life that I had, you know, the 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 community that I had built and and even just grieving my relationship that that I had cultivated over the last 5 years and so there was grief but it it actually felt really good to allow myself to feel that. So that was part of it, but the amazing thing that started to happen is as soon as I really listened to that truth and started acting on it, which I think is a really important piece here, is the universe responded. Like I all like out of nowhere, I swear, like out of nowhere, I started to connect with women, new girlfriends, new sisters. And I had never really been able to cultivate that deep of a connection with women before. So all of a sudden I have new friends coming into my life and my, my business starting to expand and um, just all of this support and love and so many synchronicities like that were, you couldn't even have like, there's no way to make them up. Like it just was, was so powerful. And it, 
it honestly, sometimes I wish I could go back to that time, like at the very beginning, that first like bit of magic that I started to experience. Cause it really was the first time in my life where I really experienced magic, where I was like, wow, like seeing the world through a new lens, feeling really empowered and magnetizing and attracting a lot of new things into my life. So cool. Thank you for sharing all of the details. Cause I think Sometimes like we know where we want to get and we know where we are and we're not really, it's just that middle terrain, right? <laughs> of like, mm-hmm. what am I, what am I facing here? And of course, everybody's walk is unique, but I think a lot of us who have literally changed almost every aspect of our life would tell a lot of similarities of that process of really what is moving out of an old frequency and an old reality and stepping into you know, your soul built frequency and your soul frequency really, and creating something that feels in alignment with you. So what did you learn in this process about confidence? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So confidence in this process really was about trusting myself. And the way that I see confidence is that there are three main areas if someone wants to improve their confidence you know, confidence as a concept is is kind of vague. It's a feeling. It's, it's something that we embody. But to learn how to increase your confidence, I believe that there's three main pillars that, that we need to work on. And these were areas that I worked on throughout my journey. So one of them is self-love. And this is really shifting that negative self-talk inside of your head where you're constantly doubting yourself or being hard on yourself, um, shaming yourself that voice inside of your head creates a really low frequency, a low vibrational frequency. And when we can start to shift that negative self-talk, and when I talk about self-love, I don't just mean like self-care or being nice to yourself. It's actually learning how to love all parts of yourself, the light and the shadow, the good and the bad, Um, really being able to, to respect yourself in that way. And deepening your connection with yourself. So I started writing love letters to myself. I did a lot of, there's a technique called mirror work that is like looking at your body in the mirror and, and noticing what, what voices come up, what, what, what that inner voice is saying and learning how to be with that and shift it in the moment. Um, really cultivating, you know, self-care practices of, of how am I nourishing my body? Am I loving myself in that way? So self-love was a really big piece, really, really starting to learn how to be kind to myself and compassionate with myself and, and nourishing my inner child as well. So self-love was one piece that was huge. Self-worth was another piece. And this, I believe, is a collective conscious like virus. I would say it's like a program that that the collective is at least the women, you know, that I, that I work with and, and most people have some type of belief around not being enough. And when you believe that you're not enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not um, creative enough, whatever your limiting belief story is that that's underneath that, it, it really stops you from putting yourself out there, from sharing your thoughts, from taking action, because this one really comes around like being afraid of other people's judgment. So that that piece of worthiness of believing that you are enough exactly as you are, that you don't need to fix yourself or change anything or be different in order to be 
um, amazing or loved or accepted, that was something that I really needed to learn how to shift because it's really hard to take action when you don't believe that you're enough. And then the third piece is self-trust. And that really comes back to your connection with your intuition, really learning how to trust that inner voice instead of the limiting beliefs and the doubts in your mind, and, and really learning how to listen to what is your authentic truth versus what is society telling you? What are other people telling you you should do? And I find that this foundation of self-love, self-worth, and self-trust when we work on these areas, naturally you feel more confident. Naturally, you start feeling better about yourself. Naturally, you start believing in yourself more. And then you can take action. So I believe that the mindset work has to be there first and the alignment work has to be there first before you can even think about taking action because your faith in yourself and your faith in the universe needs to be louder than your fear. And that's really how I see confidence or like the equation for confidence if there was one. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it's to what you said about taking action. It's like you then put yourself in a different frequency, a different vibrational frequency. Therefore, when you take the action, you're going to call different things towards you. Mm -hmm. Right. Rather than taking action from a place of fear. So like, you know, I always say to people like, don't, don't build a business. Don't put yourself in a position where you're building a business going, I have to do this in three months. Right. Or, or I'm going to (laughs) quit or it's going to be over. It's going to be done. Like when we're trying to build something with the, with fear behind our back, right. Or with the intention or energy of fear, then we're not really taking advantage of the vibrational match, right. That we can have when we build something from love that then draws, right. Things into your environment. It's like the land of little miracles, right. And things start coming to you and, and kind of what you were saying about building your business, like when you're in that alignment, it's, it's not so much about chasing life down as, as just magnetizing life to you, right? And mm-hmm. and when and when you magnetize life to you in a frequency that feels good to you, then what you're magnetizing feels good to you. Yeah, I love that example with business. I also love using an example with relationships. Like if you're out there like trying to attract a soulmate or a partner um, and you feel insecure and you don't feel worthy of love, then the type of partner you're going to attract is not going to be what you desire. It's not going to be this, you know, what you know you're capable of, deep down what you know you're capable of. And so I love this example around business as well, because yeah, the frequency where which you're operating on is is going to affect the results of your action. And and I I believe that we don't need to be in a place of perfection and we can be, you know, fully there where where you know, we're always in that frequency, but what we want to get to is most of the time coming from that place of belief, of self-love, of self-trust and being in those frequencies and operating from that place. So I always say alignment first, no matter what you're doing, whether you're writing a social media post, whether you're going on a date, whether you're, you know, whatever type of action oriented thing that you're going to be doing is first getting into alignment and getting into that vibrational frequency so that when you take that action, it feels easy. It feels good. It feels inspiring. And instead of having all of that resistance that comes from that fear. So true. Such, such a good point. And where do you see that people like in your practice, for instance, where do you see mostly that women 
um, have challenges with confidence? And do you feel like people have a challenge in mostly one area of their life? Or do you feel like it universally touches every area of your life, like at the same time in the same way? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I feel like underlying if if your belief around about yourself is not there and and your confidence is low, it will impact every single area of your life. Now, I do believe that we all have our own soul lessons and our own soul curriculum and for some people, you know, relationships might feel harder than business or making money and vice versa. So I do think that we each have maybe an area where we're where we have more lessons than than the other areas. However, I do see that when a woman doesn't feel confident, it impacts all areas of her life. And when she steps into her confidence, you know, she's no longer a match for the types of relationships, the ways that people treat her, um, you know, people taking advantage of their time or their energy, um, you know, they're not available for people who are flaky or for clients who don't show up or people don't pay them. You're just no longer a match for that anymore. So as you raise your confidence, you are raising your frequency and, you know, in the work that I do, I see women struggling with confidence across the board. For some women, you know, they come to me because their deepest desire is to, to make an impact or to start a business, but they, they can't even, they don't feel confident enough even to get clear on what it is that they want to do. Or maybe they're clear on what they want to do, but they feel afraid to take action. They're afraid of what other people are going to think. They're afraid of failure. They're afraid of, of, you know, that they're not going to be able to support themselves. So I do work with a lot of women in the realm of, of confidence when it comes to following their soul calling and even in their businesses, um, you know, having challenging conversations in business is a big part of it as well. And then I work with women who struggle in the realm of confidence in relationships and, and showing up as their authentic self and, you know, not feeling like they have to be attached to the other person and, and really coming from that place of groundedness and connection to their authentic truth. So it really shows up everywhere. Amazing. And so for anybody listening who wants to find out more about what you do, where would they find you? Yeah, they can find me on my podcast called the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I just had Shauna on as a guest, so you'll get to hear her episode as well. And uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Amy Natalie Co. I would say my website, but it's not super updated. So those are the two places that would be best to find me. (laughs) Wonderful. Amazing. And we're going to ask you our four questions. So this is your opportunity to kind of share whatever insights are coming into your life right now with the lessons you might be um, learning yourself. And so the first question um, is about truth. I think truth is a huge catalyst in our life and really changes everything moving forward. So what is a big truth that you've come across that has shifted things for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll share a really personal one recently in my partnership where I felt like the relationship that we were building, we've been together for a year and a half now. And I felt like we weren't operating in like the high frequency that I know is possible. And so I really was able to express that truth of what I'm available for in partnership. 
And, and I believe that when we speak our truth in a way that's really loving and honest, it either allows people to step up and meet us, or it allows for, especially in relationships, us to, to move forward and to make sure that we are creating relationships that are aligned with our truth. So for me, the truth was like that I'm so deeply committed to conscious partnership and to creating um, a relationship that, that really is thriving. And that allowed my partner to step in and meet me there. And it's really scary to speak your truth, especially in partnership. I think it's scary in any place in your life. But um, I think that, that it really does allow us to, to live life in a way that, that feels authentic for us and real for us. So I would say that's a recent truth that would be, has come, come up for me. That's awesome. And what was it that you had to kind of release for you to step in and speak your truth? Mm -hmm. Release the fear around my partner not being able to meet me there or releasing the fear of what if I'm alone, um, releasing. Yeah, I think those two might have been the biggest one, releasing the fear of, of, starting over, I guess you could say, like really being willing to feel all of those fears and speak your truth anyways is, is definitely like the radical honesty that I think that it takes in business and in relationships. It's so good. And it makes me think that, isn't it interesting how the human mind always goes to this place of what if he can't meet me there? Or what if he leaves me, right? What if I'm abandoned or by myself from speaking my truth? But we don't really give as much airtime to what if this takes us to another level? What if this is this talk is going to be amazing and it's going to evolve things in a beautiful way? It's like we're so skewed sometimes that this could go badly that think about how many times women don't say what they need to say because the thought process is this could go badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, focusing on what could go wrong. And the mind definitely likes to catastrophize, especially if it feels like afraid that you're going to be alone. Like we don't want to be alone. Right. <laughs> We're terrified of being alone. Totally, totally. And so what is the experience since you've had this conversation and what has opened up from it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the experience has been that we have recommitted to our relationship in a new way. And it also allowed him to speak his truth in a way that he hasn't before. So being that vulnerable and being on the edge of something really scary really allowed both of us to be even more honest and open. And it has really allowed us to look at, you know, what type of partnership do we want to create? What is our vision together? What are we committed to? And, you know, we've both committed to working on this together and getting support to do it. So like the old version of our relationship kind of had to die for this new version to come through. And that's what I feel is being created. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's so great because in vulnerability and truth, there's like a human need. When someone is super vulnerable and truthful with another person, it pulls them into that frequency too, where they feel like they can be truthful and vulnerable as well. And mm -hmm. that is like relationship building, right? If we feel safe enough with our partner or a friend or anybody, right? To be totally truthful and vulnerable. And both of us have the experience of being heard in that 
like it changes everything. It changes the frequency that the relationship connection is happening on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when we're not in that, we're in the frequency of shame. Shame is, oh, there's something wrong with me or like I have a secret that I don't want to tell. And shame blocks intimacy. You can't be deeply intimate with someone else when you're trying to hide something or when you're not being truthful. It's so true. So what, so the fourth thing is about alignment. So when we shift our frequency, you shift the frequency of your relationship. What does it feel like to be aligned now with your partner? It feels exciting. It feels magnetic. Like it feels like that aliveness is there. Um, There's more it feels lighter. Like there feels like there's more space for love and less focus on what's not working or, you know, where we don't want it to go. So I feel like there, there's definitely more optimism as well. So beautiful. Thank you, Amy, for coming on the show. This has been amazing. And I think tuning into some of the pillars of confidence that you talked about, are extremely important for everybody, right? We have to be able to evolve and move into our higher frequency and listen to our intuition as the roadmap to get us there. So I appreciate you coming on and chatting about it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes.